Good morning. It's time for a cool conversation. I'm your host, George Plummer. Our guest today is Chickasha Fire Chief Tony Samaniego. Chief, thanks for coming in. My pleasure, George. Happy to have you on to talk about some updates uh, with the, the fire department and some uh, some new equipment coming in. And we've got the, the new uh, fire engine rolling. And it's a good start to the new year for the fire department. Yes, sir. We're, ex- we're really excited. We've got the uh, new engine two has been in service for a couple months now. It has been a, a really good truck for us to this point. Uh, it, all the guys are really excited about it. Uh, what we've done with it is we've shortened the wheelbase just a little bit for more maneuverability, easier driving within the city limits. Uh, it has a 750-gallon tank, 1,250-gallon per minute pump. Uh, we changed a couple little things up on our pump to make pumping a little bit easier for our guys. And so we don't have to babysit the pump so much and kind of free up a little bit more personnel on the scene. And the guys are have been really responsive to it and really seem to like that truck a lot. And plus, uh, the guys are really excited about going back to red fire trucks. Yeah, so that was kind of uh, good Good to see the red back. Uh, yes, so, absolutely. And the reason for that? Uh, just tradition, basically? or Tradition, uh, morale. You know, guys Guys love red fire trucks. Kids, yeah. kids when you're growing up, you, you see a fire truck go by and you say, I want to ride on that big fire, big red fire truck, you know. Uh, but the biggest reason for it more than anything was the, the need was so great after our accident on July 4th, you know, most demo fire trucks, we had to purchase a demo fire truck. And so with that, you know, they don't make demo white fire trucks because, you know, the, the companies that build these demo trucks, they, they want to sell fire trucks and the vast majority of fire trucks throughout the country are, are red. So, you know, it kind of forced us to to go back mm-hmm. to red, but the guys are really excited about it. And as you've seen over the last couple of years, our ambulances and our squad have started transitioning to the red over white and things like that, or white over red. And so it just allows us to continue that transition moving forward into into red fire trucks. Right, uh, uh, and a pretty penny, like almost a half million dollars. For yeah, the it was a uh, three hundred seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars, mm-hmm. roughly, in the ballpark, which was you know in the grand scheme of things. Uh, a really good deal. We feel like we got a, a really good bargain for that fire truck. You know, uh, our city finance director, Cindy Rogers, did a great job helping uh, set everything up and line everything out with that truck. And uh, she was she was just as vital to the process of purchasing the fire truck as anybody was. Let's talk about another new fire truck that's going to be, it's not a fire truck necessarily, but a new truck for the fire department that's going to be used for the county. Correct. Uh, we're getting a new squad. You know, we have the the big uh, Pierce uh, International cab chassis right now, cabin chassis right now. Uh, it's got rescue right. squad. On yeah, the, it on says the side, uh, right? rescue squad mm-hmm. on it right now. We're we're going to downsize that truck a little bit. Uh, that way, we can be more responsible with the taxpayers' money. We, you know, a truck that is easier on maintenance, more fuel efficient, things like that. It's going to offer a. a ver- almost everything that the other truck does, uh, but it's going to be able to respond out into county much faster. Uh, it's going to be a, a truck that can handle the roads out in county a lot better. It's going to be a four-wheel drive 2022 uh, Dodge Ram uh, pickup, have a bed cover on it. It'll have our SCBAs on it. It'll have some uh, all of our uh, rescue equipment on it. And so it'll be a, it'll be a much smaller truck, 
but a much more maneuverable truck and it's going to be able to handle our county roads you know some of those back roads a, a lot easier and it's going to allow us to respond a lot quicker to those county calls and no cost to the city of chickasha for that one right uh no the five our uh 522 district our ems district uh was uh willing to to pay for that truck for us and helped us outfit that truck you know they even went so far as to purchase new extrication equipment for that for that truck and that we went to battery operated extrication equipment it's just as strong if not stronger than any of our other uh, hydraulic extrication equipment but we don't have to worry about maintenance and cost of a of the power unit the generator so to speak uh to to power it and things like that and we don't have to worry about hydraulic hoses things like that on scene uh, how long does it charge how long does it uh, hold a charge so you can usually ha uh one battery will cut up a car and a half so generally speaking you're going to be able to get about 45 minutes to an hour out of a out of a battery of just straight cutting uh which never is the case you know if if we're cutting up on a car for more than about 15 minutes it's a it's a horrific situation and we don't run into those very often but we've got extra batteries that we can just we'll be able to change out uh you know we can change those batteries out and it's just like changing their dewalt batteries so it's just like changing out your battery operated dewalt drill mm -hmm. and so you know just a second or two and we're right back at it and getting after it and helping whoever we need to help. So how much was that funding from uh, the 522 district? Uh, the 522 district uh, purchased the, that equipment for a little over $33,000. And the truck? The truck, uh, once it's outfitted and, and everything is going to be right around uh, $68,000. Wow. So that's about $100,000 right Correct. around there for right the 522 there. district. Yes. And that's taxpayer funded by the county. Correct. Uh, so, but uh, still, yep. uh, it's uh, the 522 district is... Most of Grady County, and so they provide equipment and things for a lot of the fire correct. districts that, and fire departments. Correct. Us, Rush Springs, and uh, Tuttle. Mm -hmm. So that that's those Rush Springs and Tuttle are sister departments in the 522 district. We cover virtually 90%, 95% of Grady County between the three of us. Uh, McLean-Grady County uh, uh, EMS, they, they cover the, the last remaining bit of it, but... You know, uh, we're we're blessed to have the 522 district be so supportive of uh, not only us but Tuttle and Rush Springs. And you know, when you see a nice new ambulance running through town, uh, all the all the major equipment on those and everything like that are almost always funded through the 522 district. And we're we're blessed to have uh, such great support from them. Thanks for being with us on our cool conversation. We're with Chickasha Fire Chief Tony Samaniego and. I want to talk about the, the big fire that uh, you helped out with the, the Grady County Fire Department at Morris Motorsports this last uh, week. My goodness, uh, I've never seen so many fire fire trucks and fire personnel in one location in a long time. Yes, sir. Uh, it, you know, it's one of our, our bigger fires that we've had in the last, last few years. Uh, we had approximately 50 firefighters on scene. Uh, Chickasha had uh, 15 or 16 firefighters on scene. We, we used joint command with Grady County Fire Department to uh, bring the fire under control. Yeah, you know, Ninnecaw and Pioneer were both out there, the volunteer Ninnick departments. Ninnecaw, yeah. Pioneer, Ellick, uh, Pocasset. So we, we had a, a good majority, a good uh, response from Grady County in, the, in that. And so, you know, 
we're lucky to have such a great working relationship with those guys. You know, the the volunteer departments they they pour in so much of their time into their communities and and into Grady County as a whole. To be honest with you, with grass fire responses and things like that, you know, we're we're really blessed to have such great neighbors around that are willing to help and and really go to work with us, and we're happy to have that great working relationship with them. Right, and talk about setting up the command center, and so that you can kind of let everybody know kind of what's what responsibilities they've got. It's it's, it's all, correct. It's it's a, a lot of it's, detailed work. Yeah, it's a it's a big process, you know, for the most part. But we wor- we work so well together now, and and things are going in a great positive direction. That you know, it it seemed flowless the other night. Uh, with that, you know, everything was moving well. Each chief had a, a different section, and a couple of our captains had different sections of the building and different responsibilities throughout. And, we, you know, one chief was filling up air cylinders as we were running out of air in our bottles. Another chief was handling, handling another section of the building. Uh, one of our captains was handling another area of the building, and then another chief was kind of floating in between uh, everywhere with me. And so, you know, it was a, a seamless process and a great team effort all the way around by everybody. Talk about uh, the, when you decide to call in other departments, like uh, the downtown Chickasha fire at the Dollar General store. Uh, you brought in Anadarko and Tuttle. So. Correct. Anadarko, Tuttle, Verdon, and uh, we had a, a couple other Grady County units there. And so, you know, on large fires like that, generally speaking, you know, uh, big commercial buildings, we try to get mutual aid started almost immediately. Uh, you know, as soon as we heard that dollar, the, it came out as Dollar General as being on fire, we were starting Anadarko, Tuttle, and uh, Grady County units and, on that fire. And the way we look at it is it's better to get them there or cancel them before we need if we don't need them. But, you know, it's on a big fire like that, it's always better to, to, to cancel them and turn them around then to so we we kind of practice the philosophy of start them early and if we end up not needing them great but it's it's a lot better to cancel them than it is to be not not request them and then at that point oh no and then we're behind the eight right. ball so we try to stay ahead of that eight ball as much as we possibly err on the side of caution is uh, exactly I guess what you need to say about that so uh all right so uh, you're accepting some applications for new firefighters. You've had a number of retirements of the Correct. last year or so, and uh, kind of some exciting news because it's the first time in more than 30 years that you're announcing some expansions and things. Correct. So. We're, 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 everybody is really excited about this. You know, for the first time since 1987, uh, July 1st, 1987, was the last time that the Chickasha Fire Department expanded, and that's when they took over the ambulance service again. And so for the first time since then, we're actually expanding. We're, we're one person short right now, but on top, we, we should have that person, uh, that position replaced here within the next couple of weeks. And after that, we're adding six personnel. That's going to put us to a total of 42 uh, line personnel on the department. We're really excited about it. That's going to give us the capability to potentially create a little bit of a rotation off the ambulance, but always have the capability of a third ambulance at any given moment, uh, which we don't really have right now. It's really hard to we, – we have the capabilities of jump bump into a third ambulance at times, but you never know. You know, a lot of times when – it's kind of like Murphy's Law. Anytime we need to bump to that third ambulance, those guys that have that capability are either out on another call, 
we have to we're downtown uh, training whatever the case may be and then they have to drive all the way back across town to station three to pick up that third ambulance things like that and what this is going to allow us to do is essentially keep that almost keep that ambulance staffed it's going to allow a rotation for uh, a third ambulance for our transfer rotation uh, when we're taking calls out of Grady up to the city for a higher level of care and so it's going to provide a little bit of relief for those guys on those long drives to Oklahoma City in the middle of the night things like that and so we're really excited about it we're we're really excited about the the vision of the fire department uh, where mayor city council and our new city manager Tyler Brooks is allowing us to go and and really push forward and making public safety more of a priority in Chickasha. So talk about uh, the basic requirements for the applicants. So we don't have any actual requirements to apply. Uh, anybody can apply, you know, uh, that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get hired because, you know, for us to be fiscally responsible, we're going to hire our the best, very best candidates to serve the citizens of Chickasha. Uh, now you're looking for uh, uh, paramedics and EMTs. Paramedics. Do they and have EMTs. to have that uh, certification before they apply, or no? They, they do not have to have it to apply, and and I'll tell you why. And it's because we just ran across somebody that we just hired, and his first process with us, we absolutely loved the young man, uh, a local young man, and we we fell in love with him. We loved him, but it just wouldn't be fiscally responsible for us to hire somebody who didn't have EMT or a paramedic. And so, you know, it hurt me to call call him and say, hey, look, I'm, I'm really sorry, but, you know, you didn't make it through the process this time, but we would really like for you to go finish getting your EMT and we want to see you back. And, you know, by we it allows us to meet these young men as they're trying to get into the fire service, and it kind of gives us a feel of if they're coming back, if they don't have their EMT yet, you know, how did they go about getting their EMT? You know, in, in this instance with the gentleman we just hired, the the night that I, or I called him one afternoon, that evening he had already scheduled his national registry test. He studied for about 30 to 45 days, took his national registry test and passed it, showing, you know, how much he wanted to be a part of our department, showing how much he wanted to serve our community. And that's the, those are the things that we're looking for, you right. know. Who is it? It's Blake Ryan's. Okay. Uh, a local Chickasha, grew up in Chickasha, went to Amber Pocasset Schools. And so he, you know, a local kid that really wants to give back to his community and things like that. And so that's why we don't put a, a requirement to uh, to apply with them so we can meet these young kids and kind of see them grow and mature in, within the process as well. And so, you know, when guys like Blake that do the things that he did and – showed how much he wanted to serve his community and things like that that really excites us and you know and it, it really excites us about the future of our department you know because these young guys are the future of what Chickasha fire department's going to be applications need to be in by february 5th i believe yeah mm-hmm. they actually close february 4th at 5 okay. p.m so, so by by february 5th and how do they apply uh you can go to www.chickasha.org and there's a link on our city website and you can apply online if you don't feel comfortable doing that or if you just want to see the fire station and you kind of want to meet the guys in advance and you want to drop your application off at the fire station, that's perfectly acceptable as well. Either fire station? Uh, preferably station one because okay. we've all, almost always got somebody there. Uh, station two comes down to station one for training and different stuff. And they're a little bit busier stations, so uh, they're in and out of that station quite a bit more. And then we've also got our 
an admin assistant at Station One that you can turn an application into. Right. Station One is out by the high school. Correct. So. 1700 Harley mm-hmm. Day Drive, mm-hmm. uh, right off of Highway 62 in between the Votech and the uh, high school. Yeah, right there. Before we go, we wanted to talk about, uh, I think the last time you were on, we discussed uh, insurance uh, ISO ratings. Correct. Uh, uh, so the last time I was on, we, we were waiting on the results of the ISO and, you know, we were, we stayed a ISO rating of a three this time, which is really exciting. But even more exciting is we set ourselves up for the future of, for the ISO. The ISO rating comes out every four years. And so we've really set ourselves up if we, if we take care of some things, you know, the adding the additional personnel, a couple of other minor things here and there, uh, we, we, set ourselves up to really chase after that elusive ISO rating of a two, which would really help everybody's insurance rates within town, commercial and residential rates. So, you know, we're really excited about that and, you know, pushing forward that toward that goal How many, here in the next four Any years. communities have twos? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of communities or not. A, I wouldn't say a lot, but there's, there's some with twos, very few cities with an ISO rating of a one. And, you know, ultimately that's our goal is a one, uh, but we have to take it a step-by-step process. You know, not, not many places jump from, or I don't, I've never even honestly heard of anybody jumping from a three to a one. It's a kind of a step-by-step process, Mm -hmm. you know, so our next goal uh, right now is a two. And as soon as we get to that two, you know, that, that means the ISO rating of a one will be set in our sights and that's what we'll be chasing from that from that point on got about three and a half years to kind of get ready for that i guess yeah we've got three and a half years of that uh to get ready for that uh you know we'll we'll upgrade uh, some equipment and during that process you know hiring the six additional personnel will uh be a huge help and going for that too uh i know public works is working really hard to uh address some of the water issues within town and things like that. And so I know that's a high priority for the mayor, city council, and our city manager to get those things taken care of. And once those things are taken care of, you know, we're going to have an excellent shot of chasing that too. And uh, if all goes well, we're going to be a two in four years. And I think everybody will be really happy with that because they're they're going to see their insurance rates drop. Sounds great. Tony, thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. Our pleasure, George. Chickasha Fire Chief Tony Samaniego on our Cool Conversation program today. And a big thanks to our sponsors, Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma.